Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. CDC clarifies its opioid guidelines, PBM executives take their turn in front of a Senate committee, and Sanofi extends its insulin savings program. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care, I'm Laura Jost. Oncologists and hematologists praise a clarification from the CDC about the use of opioid pain medication for cancer patients and survivors, as well as those with sickle cell disease. The clarification comes after physicians reported that payers were not properly interpreting 2016 guidelines from the CDC, which were designed to prevent primary care physicians from improperly using opioids for temporary conditions. This week, the American Society of Clinical Oncology, the American Society of Hematology, and the National Comprehensive Cancer Network released a letter from CDC that responded to concerns the groups raised over the past year. The February letter from the groups said, Although the CDC guideline clearly states that the guideline is not intended to apply to this population, many payers are still inaccurately applying the CDC guidelines to patients in active cancer treatment for coverage determinations relating to opioids. The 2016 guideline was developed in response to the dramatic rise in opioid-related deaths over the past decade. Committees in Congress have recently heard from patients affected by high drug prices and from drug company executives. On Tuesday, the pharmacy benefit managers had their turn before the Senate Finance Committee. Chairman Chuck Grassley, a Republican, and Ranking Member Ron Wyden, a Democrat, gave the PBM leaders a bipartisan grilling on whether high-cost therapies with rebates have any value or simply drive up the overall cost of prescription drugs. Said Wyden, whether pharmacy benefit managers bring any real value to taxpayers is a mystery. Dr. Steve Miller of Cigna, which owns Express Scripts, said 90% of prescriptions that PBMs fill are generics and rebates only apply in specific cases. PBMs place the blame on behaviors from drug companies, such as extending patents. Said Derricka Rice of CVS Health, when we have competition, we can bring down drug prices. The Trump administration has discussed ending rebates in Medicare Part D. PBM leaders at the hearing said they are willing to share more information about rebates with the committee as long as competitive information does not become public. The cost of insulin has been one of Grassley's top targets, and this week Sanofi said it will expand its insulin savings program starting in June. The company announced this week that it is expanding its insulin value savings program so that people with diabetes can pay $99 for either 10 boxes of insulin pens or 10 10 milliliter of insulin vials per month. A year ago, Sanofi launched the program to let patients pay cash for set prices of $99 for one 10 milliliter vial or $149 for a box of pens. Company officials said that program has saved patients $10 million. Said Sanofi's Michelle Carnahan, by giving those who require both long-acting and or mealtime insulins or use more than one box of pens or one vial per month access to their insulins for one flat price, we aim to help limit the burden on the individuals who have high out-of-pocket costs at the pharmacy counter. Doctors are more likely to overprescribe antibiotics for children during a telemedicine visit, a new study has found. While telemedicine can increase access to care, the new study in the journal Pediatrics found some drawbacks. Children with respiratory infections are more likely to receive antibiotics and less likely to receive evidence-based antibiotic management during telemedicine visits compared with primary care or urgent care visits. 
Despite the expansion of telemedicine, the American Academy of Pediatrics advises against its use in this type of acute pediatric care due to concerns over limited physical examination capabilities and a lack of access to patient records. Said lead author, Dr. Kristen Ray, as a general pediatrician, I'm interested in making care easier and less burdensome for families. And I think there are many technological innovations that aim to do this. But I think it also is important to make sure the quality of the care that children receive remains high. Finally, join us April 17th at the Lowe's Santa Monica Beach Hotel for a gathering of the Institute for Value-Based Medicine, Diabetes Management, Advances in Treatment and Management to Reduce Costs and Improve Outcomes. Dr. Peter Butler of UCLA will serve as chairman and moderator, and he will be joined by panelists Dr. Ann Peters of USC, Dr. Carol Watson of UCLA, and Dr. Sachin Jain of Caremore Health. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. 